I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Tuesday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today, we are starting a new series on friendships, but first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that I had my live signing call this morning as the book went live, the Enneagram Letters. It was with my best friend, Tyler McCall, and he did such a good job of moderating and asking good questions, and it felt just so nice to kick off my book launch mode with my bestie. And my thorn is, y'all, um... Chango is different. I spent my first week in Bali in Ubud, which was really nice. It was busier than I anticipated, but there was a lot of greenery. It felt really spiritual. It felt like much more my speed. And then I came to Chengu, and it's so far it's been a little bit overwhelming. I will say that typically the first day or two in a new place is always overwhelming. So I'm aware that this is probably going to be somewhere I get settled into and I'll find my rhythm and it's going to feel great. Uh, it, it's different though. It's, it's a lot different. My bud is that I am meeting up with someone from Instagram today and we're going to record a podcast episode together. Um, so I think that's going to be really fun. We're going to have Indian food and then record a podcast. So this series was actually a requested series by one of you. They were talking about how, you know, we've talked about parenting, we've talked about relationships, but we haven't talked about friendships yet. So as we begin this series, I do think it's important that we first define what a good friendship means. Now, of course, we all are going to have different personal definitions of what we are looking for in a friend, and our Enneagram type definitely plays into that, but I just want to lay the groundwork for some principles that I believe make up a safe friendship. Now, I want to be clear that this is not my area of expertise, however, it is something that I have studied a lot, so know that's where I'm coming from on this. Like, I'm not coming from someone who is like perfected being like friendships in my own life. Um, but I am coming from the perspective of someone who has done a lot of research on, you know, friendships in general, what makes a healthy relationship and knows the Enneagram. So that's, that's the perspective here. I just think it's important though, that we have this episode so that we have an agreed upon definition as we enter into the type specific episodes. I just want to know like that when I talk about what we're improving on, what we're working on, how to think about something differently, that it's all in service of this kind of agreed upon definition we're laying the groundwork for today. So it's not all encompassing. We're going to expand on it. We're going to personalize it as we go. We're just establishing our goal here so that the future episodes can be in service of getting us to that goal. Okay, so without further ado, here are the five elements that we're gonna use as our definition of what a good friendship is. The first element is that we respect each other's boundaries. So a good friend, according to our definition we're defining now, <laughs> is someone who respects your boundaries, who doesn't ask you to do something 
or um, hold you to something that you say, actually, this doesn't feel good to me. This goes beyond my capacity. This is going beyond what feels um, healthy or safe for me, that the people in your life will cheer for your boundaries, celebrate your boundaries, and not resent you for them. Now, this is not to say that their initial reaction to you setting a boundary may not be a little bit difficult. That You know, I think every time any of us have a boundary set with us, it's sad. Like, I personally don't want to be the kind of person who has to have boundaries set with me. But the reality is it's super healthy, right? So um, I want to also pause, have that feeling, but then offer absolute support for anyone in their boundaries. Which brings us to number two, which is effective and supportive communication. So a friend who is a good listener, an active listener, someone who asks as many questions as they tell stories, someone who's paying attention to you as well as sharing of themselves, right? We want this like reciprocal relationship where both people feel heard and seen and not judged and ultimately supported. We're not in competition with each other. We are rooting for each other to win. And we're both listening and we're both sharing. Number three, a willingness to resolve conflicts. So this is where I struggled in friendships for most of my life. It's just kind of like, oh, I'm experiencing some, you know, consistent conflict here. That means this friendship is not for me. It's kind of how I used to think about it. But as I've grown, as I've got older, you know, sometimes, you know, well, at this point, the approach that I take to that is I will bring the conflict up to you, um, give you a chance to resolve this with me. Now, if you tell me that I am crazy for thinking that or crazy for feeling that way, we're probably not going to have a lot to work with there, right? But if we can resolve this conflict together, work through it, listen to each other, consider each other's perspectives, honor that my experience may not be the same as yours, then we have somewhere we can go, right? We actually can build on something. So we want relationships that aren't going to like end the relationship just because there is conflict. And we want friendships who will sit through the muck and the mire of being maybe misunderstood, being seen differently than you feel about yourself, and then having the hard conversations to find a way to actually resolve that conflict and get to the other side. Then we have number four, which is an environment of mutual respect, right? We don't, we don't want relationships where one person just treats us like garbage, right? I think for so many years, I had friends in my life who I just let treat me like garbage or let just like talk to me as if like they were my parent or they were giving me advice as I've, I had so much to learn from them. We want friends who admire us, who respect us, who look, as a, look at us as equals, right? Um, I don't want to be put on a pedestal. I don't want to put anyone else on a pedestal. But I do want friends who inspire me, who challenge me, who encourage me, who I feel like I don't mind being more like. And I want the friends in my life to feel the same way. All right, final one, number five, is just people who will prioritize time with you, right? People who want to spend time with you. I know this sounds really basic, but I think a lot of times we struggle to make time for our friends. And so someone who, you know, you are making time with, who you enjoy spending time with. Maybe that's because you have fun together. Maybe it's because you are committed to that relationship. Whatever the thing means, it's just someone you want to spend time with. Not saying that we 
always spend the time we want to spend with the people we want to spend it with, right? Like some of my best friends live so far away, I see them less than other people who I like less. You know what I'm trying to say. But, you know, trying to spend time with people and enjoying the time that you do spend together. All right. So these are my five points. Um, Now, again, we're going to get more into this as the series continues. We'll talk about what each type brings to friendships, what they need to learn. We'll also discuss things to keep in mind with certain friendship combinations. So I think it's just going to be a really fun series, but I would love to hear from you. Come chat with me on Instagram about what your standards, what are your values in terms of a good friendship. Thank you so much for joining me today and for joining me for future episodes of this specific series. And as always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I will see you tomorrow for the next one. (music) 